0: we are recording and i'm going to do a i'm going to do a quick little introduction. Oh, cool. For you. Thanks. This is the actress diet. <laughs> I am sitting here with Amelia Morris. Hi. <laughs> Hi Amelia. Amelia and I are I guess virtual friends. Yeah. For a few years now and now we are meeting in person. Yes. And this conversation is going to be our first actual discussion as as two people in the actual non-virtual world I think I discovered you from your videos oh okay for uh, PBS studios is that what they're called PBS digital studios PBS digital studios and I came across these wonderful videos of this funny woman uh, making videos about food, and I said to myself, who is bon app
1: <laughs> And
0: I went online, looked you up, and found out you lived in LA, cyber stalked you, and here we are. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's how that happened. Um, can you talk a little bit about, well, let's start with uh, maybe those videos. Uh, how did that come about? Sure. Well,
1: um, I guess it had been a couple years into the blog's life. Um, when did you blog. start blogging? It was 2009 January. Oh, huh. yeah. Um and you know, it was kind of like I was a reluctant um cook at, at first. And but then I grew to, you know, really love it. And then um my husband went to film school and we just I would watch, you know, the Food Network and I just like had so much fun making fun of the like staged story. I mean, I like, I love Barefoot Contessa. It's really enjoyable, but it's just so... Like, I don't understand why they have to force the storyline. Oh, my God.
0: I have a vine of one of her friends, like, one of her interior designer friends, yeah. who's like, I'll see you at eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do we need to... Why does he need to act? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like,
1: yeah, just like... you he can't like, act, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> totally, and, like, how she um, just the conversation she has with the person that's selling her cheese or right. something. It's just so awkward. And, um, so I just kept coming up with ideas of, I kind of wanted to parody it. Uh-huh. And I wanted to do a cooking show where they showed the cleanup too. Like that was one of my initial, um, things that drove me. And so, yeah, the first, the first one we ever shot, <clears throat> Matt was kind of like, cause he went to film school and shot everything on film. It was like 2003. thousand mm-hmm. and and um, so he was kind of teaching himself how to shoot with a with a digital camera. Sorry, it's my phone. Um, and uh, and the first episode is like 13 minutes long, and it's just kind of a mess. And it's, there's like a long shot of me cleaning and everything. But um, but it, we you know it was like we did what we wanted to do. We kind of set out to have fun with it, and we did.
0: Had you ever worked with him before that? Um,
1: um, I mean, I feel like he's always been my collaborator in that anything I write, he's the first reader mm-hmm. and vice versa. So I feel like we... But that was kind of our first real yeah, project. We were kind of working together at the same time.
0: Had you ever been in front of the camera before that? Um... <laughs> Um, I don't think not really. Definitely not. So you must have felt safe with him.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's for nice. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always I don't know how I would ever be in front of the camera with I don't know, like somebody that wasn't
0: my best friend. <laughs> right, 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 right. I I totally get that. I get that. I work now with my husband and it's it's a different relationship when yeah. you're when you're doing that. But at the same time I'm willing to be more open and sarcastic, yeah, yeah. When I'm with him, then yeah. and natural, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. So okay. he, so he taped you. You did this video. You cleaned for a long time. What, what were you making? <laughs> <laughs> we made a pizza, and um, yeah. I just wanted him to show like
1: all the stupid stuff that they never show. Yeah, and I wanted you know to be in
0: normal clothes with no makeup and you know just like. I do love that no makeup. As you can see, I'm wearing absolutely no makeup. No, you can't see people (laughs) listening. But I am not wearing any makeup right now whenever I don't have to wear makeup. I don't want to wear makeup. So I love that. You that's I you speak to me.
1: Thank you. I mean I just I particularly with the cooking shows, like I don't mind Giada's show either, but I just like stare at her face and I'm like, oh my god, she must have been in makeup for hours.
0: Yeah. Well also it's funny because when you actually shoot these cooking videos by yourself you see like oh hair out of the hair out of place you know there's just so many things that you know you're always usually they will have hair and makeup people Mm -hmm. like patting down their cowlicks or (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. making sure that there's not a hair in their food that Mm -hmm. kind of thing or that there's lipstick in their teeth yeah but that's just not something that's realistic and when you're worrying about like burning pasta or whatever you can't burn pasta I guess you could um I could burn (laughs) pasta that's not something that you want to really be thinking about. Well, it's funny
1: you say you mentioned hair because I, I do have like kind of a crazy cowlick. Me too,
0: girl, right here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, you really have yeah. to work on it. Did you get teased for not brushing your hair when you were little? It, through college. Yeah. My, my girlfriends in
1: college would be like, let me brush your hair. <laughs> You're
0: She's, like, it's not that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, to this day, I feel like they'll still try and brush my
0: hair. Where'd you
1: go to school? At Johns Hopkins in Baltimore.
0: You know, I did a movie there in 2006, and it was my only um, haunted experience (laughs) staying at a hotel there. It was, I I felt the presence of another being. Wow. So whenever... (laughs) I hear about John Hopkins. Johns Hopkins? Or yeah, John, Johns yeah. Hopkins. Uh, That's weird. I'm like I get the hair in the back of my neck That's stands funny. up a little bit.
1: It's a it's a weird town. There's like a lot of different weird neighborhoods and um the campus is like kind of it's like you go off one direction and there are these beautiful suburban houses and then then it's just kind of like dilapidated row houses on the other side.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So um <clears throat> What did you study there? So I majored
0: in writing and Spanish. Writing and Spanish? Yeah. And do you do something with both of them? I know you're a writer, but are you also still speaking Spanish? Um, I speak it with my son's uh,
1: babysitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my current usage of that degree. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like when you – so it was technically like I was a – creative writing major. And so I, you know, I feel like I felt compelled to have another major that was like somewhat practical.
0: I, I hear you. I was a music slash woman studies major because I originally was supposed to be music and theater. I dropped the theater major and my dad was like, no, I, I don't know why he thought two arts degrees would be okay, but one was not all right. All right. <laughs> so he's like, you have to do something else. And so when I told him, be a woman's studies major he had no idea what that was but he was like oh it's better than nothing Sounds <laughs> yeah, yeah just fine yeah um, yeah my mom is always like after college you can use your
1: Spanish
0: like you, know, you could use your you, Spanish you, yeah how is your is it pretty good with the, with the babysitter <laughs> <laughs> it used to be really good I, so I um,
1: after college one thing I did was uh, I went to Argentina mm-hmm. and uh, taught English. And I was there for like five months. Oh, nice. So it got really good because so I lived with a family that didn't speak any English.
0: But then it's just you don't use it. and Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, let's backtrack a little bit. Were you? Are you from the East Coast? Or? Yes. Oh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. I have had a few guests on this podcast from Pittsburgh. Can we can talk about that cookie table <laughs> that happens at weddings. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know what? <laughs> I do. I do know about the cookie table, but... Like, I feel like I'm
1: not maybe deep enough Pittsburgh resident uh-huh. to have, like, had a cookie table at
0: my wedding. Okay. So you did not have a cookie table I did in your not. Morning. Okay. But I know about it. Okay. So you're from Pittsburgh. Yes. Grew up in Pittsburgh. Went to school in Maryland. Is that where it was? Delaware? Yeah. Baltimore. Maryland. Baltimore. Yes. Yes. And then what brought you to Los Angeles?
1: So, um, yeah. So, you know, graduated with a creative writing degree. Wanted to be a writer. Um, And kind of was aimless. Started dating Matt, who... um, You started dating him right out of school? uh, I was just turned 24, so like a year and a half or so out of school. Um, And he was going to move out here and, you know, try and make a go at being a filmmaker. And I was just like, you know, I can be a writer wherever... LA, it seems like a good enough place. I was also curious about improv. Uh huh. So, um, I was actually I was kind of looking into going to Chicago, but um, but then it was easier to tag along with my boyfriend and
0: <laughs> move on out. So you arrived in LA, and were you writing this whole time? Um,
1: not really. I mean, um. You know, I got a full time job as a like a production coordinator mm-hmm. pretty soon after getting here, and that was a major, you know, shock to my system. Like I was like, how am I going to be a writer and like have this full time job? And um, eventually, I quit that job after about a year and a half and started um, having random part time jobs, <laughs> which was easier. It was easier to write. Like that's what I wanted. In a way, I wanted just like to be have more free time. Uh huh. Um, So yeah, I've always had kind of a project going. Do you want to talk about a project that might be going on right now, or should we? (laughs) Um, it's too. I'm really happy that I'm I'm writing again. So I had a book came my book came out in February. Uh huh. And um, and I had my son the previous January, so when my book came out, he was 13 months. Mm-hmm. And between those things, like, basically, I just got back into writing something, and I'm really excited just to be, like, writing again and having a project.
0: Is this new book very different from your first one? Um, I don't know. I mean, right now it's
1: fiction, so that's different. Yeah. Um, but the main character has a 17-month-old, so... <laughs>
0: Life imitates, I mean, art imitates life. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, you for always sure. need something to sort of relate to. Yeah, figure and, out. You know, they always say, write what you know. Exactly. So, but is this one food focused at all?
1: Not really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, <clears throat> so I went to um, grad school for writing, and I wrote my thesis was a novel. Uh huh. This is technically, if
0: I can finish this, will be my third book. Okay.
1: Um, you know.
0: I interviewed a writer named Mason Curry. Have you ever heard of him? He wrote this, uh, I guess it was a collaboration of um, how writers write, or artists, I guess, what their schedules are like. Daily Rituals, I believe it was called. And um, I'm wondering if you have sort of a ritual around writing Maybe involving food. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that when you do write, maybe uh, is different from your everyday life. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. That name sounds familiar.
0: Um, Mason Curry.
1: Um, well, it used to be. Um, I it my writing schedule was very much followed my morning coffee, or like went with my morning coffee. It was definitely like part of my. Um, routine and the morning coffee you know is half and half in sugar. Uh-huh. I'm just sure. gonna ask you that. <laughs> yeah. Has that always been
0: the way you've drank your coffee?
1: Yeah. yeah my my foray into coffee were um, was the gas station coffee that's like so sweet. yeah Have you ever had that? Yeah. So you gotta to recreate that you need some half and half in sugar. Um, but now it's a little looser. I mean I used to be like super... Like the morning was my time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now it's. I feel like it's just. I just need a bit of quiet, but a hot drink always helps. Okay, so yeah, even in the summer, even in the summer,
0: yeah, a, a warm hot drink, beverage,
1: a warm beverage, um, and it definitely. I I'm always a fan of like a three o'clock, some sort of sweet thing. Yes. That helps, too. Okay.
0: (laughs) So you're writing all day. Well, (laughs) It sounds like it. (laughs) I mean,
1: I really try and get uh, something done before lunch. Mm -hmm. But if that doesn't happen, then, then it's between, like, I'd say one and
0: four. Okay. Yeah. And would you say that you're cooking mostly for yourself, or do you eat out a lot? What does that look like? Um... I'd say we
1: eat out like once a week. Okay. So then it's mostly it's mostly
0: cooking. That's great. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about what you're, yes. <laughs> what the that looks like? What? Sure. I mean, it used to be
1: um, it used to be more fun. My son has um, changed things. <laughs> yeah. What, it, what? Tell me what it used to be like, and tell me what it's like now. Yeah, I feel like it just used to be like a couple times a week I would, you know, flip through like a Martha Stewart or a cookbook and I'd be like, I'm going to make this. And I'd go to the store and I'd get the ingredients and um, make something new. Uh, But that happens less now. Now it's a little more
0: improvised. Now
1: it's like, yeah, we've got like our staple meals, like Sunday night's pasta night pretty much um, standard. And we'll do like a salad. Um, but then, yeah, I've got my go-to things, like, we do, um, rice and beans and coconut milk, mm-hmm. tortilla, uh-huh. and, you know, avocado. Um, that's pretty standard, especially in Southern California. Is this, like, a standard recipe you use, or do you riff on that theme? Um, I definitely riff on it. Like, if we have tomatoes, I'll throw that in there. You know, do, like, simmering with, uh, beans and rice. Uh-huh. If I have cilantro, you know, but... But it, I can also just do it with like onion, olive oil, coconut milk, rice beans.
0: Um, do you do canned beans, or, or do are you um, making your beans from from guess, scratch? Pretty much canned. Occasionally, yeah. I'm, I'm a canned bean person as well. Yeah, it's just hard to because um, you have to soak it the night before. Yeah, but then you have so many of one type of bean mm-hmm. once you've cooked it. Totally, you have, like. Garbanzo yeah. beans for dates. It's
1: true. It's true. Um, yeah. Speaking of garbanzo beans, we also do a pasta with garbanzo beans a lot, where you cook mm. the pasta in chicken broth, mm-hmm. and so it's almost like a soup, but it's like pasta
0: heavy. Yes. So, so. oh, so when you don't, do you don't not drain the pasta. You don't drain it. Oh yeah, it's awesome. That's not, yeah. It's really good. That does
1: sound really good. Is that recipe on your site? It is. It's actually a video. Oh, it's a video. Yeah. What would the video be called? Um, I'm pretty sure it's called Garbanzo Bean Pasta. Okay. Parsley. Okay. That one, because I, I, it was a video, I, I started with, um, you know, tried to make it a little more interesting. We started with dried garbanzos, but I
0: usually use canned. Okay. Yeah. There was one video I'm still, um, I still have to try. So I'm curious to hear from the horse's mouth what you think of it. Oh. Um, the pancake in a rice cooker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Is it as as glorious as it looks? <laughs> it looks like a miracle. Well, I, I do, yeah, I think it's really cool,
1: like, party trick.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like party <laughs> tricks. Yeah, and it's also cool, I feel like, if you were having people over for brunch, because it comes out and looks like a cake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think I I have, for some reason, I bought, like, the most gigantic rice cooker. It cooks, like, 12 cups of rice. Like, it's it's huge. So my pancake was really thin. Oh, okay. But I feel like if you had, like, a more normal-sized rice cooker... Like a four-cup. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're going to get, like, a nice tall, kind of fluffy... Did it flip out, or did it... Um, it okay. did. The trick is, and I feel bad because I... I wrote it in the recipe like itself. I like, think I have a little asterisk, but I don't say it in the video. Is so like when you flip it to cook, it goes to um, warm really quick. Uh-huh. You know the how it does that? Yeah, like, yeah. Keep warm. Um, but you have to just do it for 45 minutes at the keep warm.
0: Oh. Yes. Yeah, so and it'll st- still keep cooking?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. it keeps cooking. Some, but like one of my readers emailed me that like they propped it open, like they they propped something against it to keep it to cook because it kept flipping to keep warm, uh-huh. and they were trying to cook it for forty five minutes, right? And they just ended up with like a horribly burnt. Oh like, no! Awful, yeah.
0: So don't do that. Yeah, just don't, let it. Just listen to the recipe. <laughs> Do you get a lot of feedback from people that are like, your recipe, blah, 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 blah? I don't do many recipe posts, so I don't hear that. But um, I would imagine that some people might have some feedback. And, and what is that like for you? Well, I feel like I get less of it because I, I
1: feel like, for the most part, my readers know that I come at things from kind of like a not technical non-expert Thing, but I feel like reading other people's blogs, like Tim from Lottie and Doof, uh-huh. like I feel like he's always cutting them off at the past. Like he'll be like, in parentheses, like, no, I would not substitute this. Like, <laughs> yes, do this. This is
0: not a step you can skip. Like, I, but I feel like I get less of that. How has the blogging world changed for you since 2009? <sighs> since 2009, well, I feel like, um,
1: I feel like there's a lot less comments mm-hmm. these days. And people say that's because everyone's mobile.
0: Right. And like, all, their retention spans have all shrunk. Yeah. Because we're looking at so many different... So much different content now that it's hard yeah. to sit and actually read. Um.
1: Yeah. I guess... Yeah. I, but I guess at the same time, I feel like my life has changed so much that... Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, happy for, like, a slower pace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I don't know. How does your husband, Matt, feel about that since... I don't know if he felt this way when you got... Well, I guess not because he was recording you. But uh, my husband initially for the first, like, few years was always, like... Oh my God! Like this blog thing really has a life of its own, <laughs> and I really would like you to pay more attention to me. Or he would get more upset about it. And whereas now it's just a part of life, uh, I wonder how your husband feels about about um, that, and how your son feels too. <laughs> um.
1: Well, right. I feel like. Yeah, I'm waiting. I don't know, he's only a year and a half, but I'm, I'm sure that in the next couple of years he'll be like, stop taking pictures of me, I don't <laughs> want to be on your site, um, I'm sure, I, I read about like somebody whose um, kid was old enough to be like, do not put pictures of me on Facebook, but that's another thing. Um, I feel like Matt for the most part is pretty, since he takes the f- the photos and everything, he's He's pretty supportive and it's like into his, it.
0: It's his thing, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I feel like um, sometimes he'll push me a little bit where he's, he's like, we haven't posted in, like, a little bit.
0: <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's great. And I feel like, um, you know, he's got the full-time job that gives us the health insurance and everything. Right. <laughs> but he's, he's so creative. And um, so I love – when he gets excited about something, you Mm -hmm. know? And I feel, it makes me feel like I can
0: contribute too. Do you say, would you think that the things you decide to post about are 50-50 or who's coming up with the ideas? I feel
1: like I'm always the one to find the recipe. Uh And he'll occasionally just be like, that sounds really stupid, or like, that doesn't sound good, why would you want to make that? (laughs) And you'll be like, we're making it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll give in. Especially with videos, because I'll be like, I'll be like, I think it'll be cool, and he's just like, I don't know why anyone would ever
0: want to eat that. Or, you know, like, do you? Are your eating styles? What is that? No, that's not tastes. Are your eating styles? Are your tastes different?
1: Pretty different or similar? Well, it's funny because he's on a bit of a health kick.
0: Oh, right he's just in a cleanse. Yeah.
1: Jesus. I know. So he just, <laughs> he just had a birthday and. Um, and i don't know he yeah he had a health kick and so it's been a little funny because like we've been having fruit for dessert uh huh which is great but like i've definitely been like i want to make some cookies like i want and usually you know he'd be like yeah but right now he's a little he's not into he, it
0: yeah i i yeah
1: so usually we're on the same page okay okay Let's see how long this health kick lasts. I know. I'm trying to be supportive because <laughs> I do think, like, it's good. It's good for both of us. We don't need to have ice cream every night. Right.
0: Are you juicing with him at all? No. Or were you? Okay. Yeah. No, I need I can't. to chew my food. I wouldn't be able to support yeah. that way. I
1: can't. I can't. I tried um, in college. I remember I tried, like, a liquid diet, and it was just, like, awful.
0: Mm. Like the Oprah liquid diet? <laughs> like, those that kind of thing? I feel like... Or
1: was it juicing? It
0: also? was... It
1: was, like, my friend and I had read about some sort of liquid diet. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Hey. Hold on. Sorry. Let me turn this off. Um, uh, my, my friend and I had read about it, and then we just, like, did our own rendition of it, which just, like, literally would be, like, we can have soup. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes.
0: <laughs> or, like, we can have... It's liquid. <laughs> yeah. It's a shake. Yeah. <laughs> it's a smoothie but it was still awful yeah i mean i don't know about you but when i'm not chewing it's not like my brain is not happy even if my stomach is full like i need to actually be chewing yeah i don't even like um i don't love personally i don't love um a smoothie or a pureed soup i'd rather have a chunky yeah, with like uh, a crouton on top. Yeah, yeah, something bread. Yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, fine.
1: Totally, and I also feel like for me, it just like the day just kind of there's no way to break up the day when you're on like a juice. Right, because you know then you mean? can
0: just sit in front of some. You don't have to. You don't have to sit down at the table yeah. <laughs> to drink something. It's not for me. Okay, so no juicing for you. No. But he, has he been happy? Well, yeah. It was, it was only three days. Uh-huh. And, and um, did he get the highs that they say you get?
1: <laughs> I don't know if he got the highs, but he definitely really appreciated food after. Oh. He was really, like, happy to, like, have his
0: his meals back. and And was, like, chewing slowly and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Do you do more of the cooking than him, or what? how does that work? Um, yeah, I would say
1: I do more, but he definitely, like, Sunday nights, he does the pasta. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's his thing? Mm-hmm. Pasta's his thing, for sure. And then, and he'll, he's great in that, like, he'll, if I'm not into, um, if I'm not in the mood for cooking to cook, he'll do it. You know, he's fine with it.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. How did you guys meet?
1: Uh, In high school. What? I know. Wait,
0: you went to the same high school?
1: Yeah. That is deep. (laughs) I know, but I always have to tell people, but we didn't get together until we were like 24. Got it.
0: We had like a tortured. You didn't have any inkling of any spark in high school or? Oh,
1: yeah, we did. (laughs) Um, Where was high school? In Pittsburgh? mm -hmm, Okay. In Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was a lot of um, back and forth and, you know, heartbreak. Oh. But um but yeah, you know, I, I always say like I'm I wasn't ready to like be with the person I was gonna be with for the rest of my life at
0: fifteen. So I right. had to like But oh so you were together with the heartbreak and the na 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 and then separated and then came back together in your
1: twenties. Yeah, I mean I guess together in like the sense of like you can be, you can be at 15. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we would hang out and kiss sometimes, but like, you know, you weren't like
0: going steady. No, you weren't pinned. No. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, yeah. And if you want more on this, it's, <laughs> it's detailed in the book.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, uh, if you were have food memories during that time when you guys were younger, but like I met my husband in college when we were 19 and one of the first things that like won me over was he came to me with a power aid and we went to see a movie and he came to me with a power aid and a bag of gummy worms and I was like this guy <laughs> is for me <laughs> and um but it's so funny nowadays because I don't think I've had a power aid totally. or gummy worm since uh but yet those things conjure up such feelings of love for me Aww. um but I like, I'm picturing myself eating a gummy worm right now and sort of gagging a little <laughs> bit. Um, so I'm wondering <laughs> what that experience is like for you, for, like, whether food is very much tied to emotional things and if that's changed for you throughout the years. <clears> hmm. <throat> First of
1: all, Powerade. I haven't thought of a Powerade in a while.
0: Does it still exist? It, I don't know. <laughs> is it just Gatorade it, today? Yeah. Powerade didn't make it? I don't know if it made it. It was a 90s thing.
1: Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, I, f- I feel like certain foods are definitely, um. S- emotional, but not a lot. I'm not a very sentimental person. Okay. I've, I've
0: discovered. So what foods may have conjure up <clears throat> a f- uh, a good or bad feeling for you? Well, definitely. Like, well, <laughs> it's
1: good and bad. Uh-huh. It's something that we'll eat from time to time. That I ate as a kid is um like macaroni and cheese from the box. Uh-huh. Not craft. We usually get. not craft. I mean we usually get you know like the like the Whole Foods brand. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> Even though it's still orange. Yes and it's still like a powdered pack. And then we'll um we'll cut up hot dogs. And mm. Mac and cheese
0: and hot dogs. That is
1: delicious. It's so good. It's so salty.
0: Yes it is. <laughs> it's that's true.
1: And that like I mean it's delicious, but of course at the same time I'm like, and, you know, I can't believe I'm eating mac and cheese and hot dogs. Um but, yeah, so that's, like, something I grew up on and, and makes me
0: feel, I don't know, comforted, I'm sure. Um, Do you guys have that in common, that, like, mac and cheese and hot oh, dog yeah. thing? That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I'm always introducing my husband to, like, things I grew up eating. He's introducing me to his foods. Yeah. Um, and so I just associate them with him and he associates, you know, Chinese food with me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, um, some of Matt's, uh, he's Jewish. So I feel like I've definitely loved
0: being introduced to, like, matzo ball soup. hmm Delicious. My husband's Jewish as well. So, like, I am all into the, like, matzo brai And I actually think I like his food better than he does. Really? Well, first of all, he's vegetarian, so he doesn't eat mm. half the stuff. But, like, like I think Simas... Is Okay, Mm -hmm. so Tsimis, for those of you who don't know, is basically like sweet potato prunes. It's like old people stew. (laughs) It's something like someone very old would like, who likes watching The Golden Girls, which I also like to watch. Um, It's very sweet. It's sweet potato carrots, um, that kind of thing, with with dried fruit. Okay. Apricots, that sort of thing. And they stew it. And what was that? It's savory. No. Oh, (laughs) It is sweet. It's a sweet stew, yeah. Okay. Um, but I guess you could make it savor. I guess I have had versions where, like, you might eat it with a brisket or yeah. something like that. As, like, a just, balanced... It makes me
1: think of, like, an Iranian dish where they put, you know, they put, like, the dried yeah like, kinda, like barberries and stuff in Yeah, there. yeah, yeah.
0: You'll see, like, a like a whole cinnamon stick and yeah. some cloves, like, shoved in there. Um, I just think it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, some people don't really like that <laughs> as much. Um,
1: I like a sweet potato. Uh, what did I, I made like an MFK Fisher sweet potato pudding. Ooh. It was really good. I bet. But yeah, definitely like old person. Yeah, I
0: like old people food. <laughs> I like going to those early bird specials. Yeah, five o'clock dinner. What are some of your favorite places to eat in this area? Um, we are in Los Angeles.
1: Yes, Los Angeles. Um, well, uh, we're kind of obsessed with Pine and Crane. Have you oh, been there? Oh,
0: you know, what's funny is I have not, and I feel horrible because I'm Taiwanese, and a lot of people have been telling me it's it's legit Taiwanese food here, it's, and I don't have to go all the way to Monterey Park, but, I, you know, it's, I, I think for me it's like, oh, man, I don't want to, if I'm going to, like, drive someplace to eat good Chinese food, I don't want to have to deal with the parking situation. So I yeah. might as well drive another 20 minutes out really of Monterey Park where I know park. I have a parking spot. Yeah, I think that's why I, that's that's how mm-hmm. I legitimize it. But you think it's really good?
1: I mean, it's really good. Like they, I feel like we pick up a lot, uh-huh. and the parking's never easy. But um, And a lot of times, they we get there, and they're like, Oh, 10 more minutes. Oh, no. But we still we go back like it's right. really good. I feel like it's really clean tasting. I feel mm-hmm. like that's
0: hard to find. Sometimes. No, I would think that that would definitely it's, be. And I think they probably have a lot of vegetarian options. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is why I've heard been hearing about it from my husband. Yeah, which for me it's hard to find sometimes. Totally, they do like these. Um, what are they
1: like? I want to say like sweet potato leaves. Sweet potato leaves. I feel like that's not mm. accurate. They do like. Basically, they'll, they, it's the special greens of the day. Uh-huh. And it's, like, it's always like something kind of weird, like that something, some sort of leaf. But then they just like saute and steam it. And I don't know, probably like garlic and soy sauce. I don't know. Yeah. But it's delicious. And they give you like a ton of it. Oh, it's, I like that. Yeah. It's
0: really good. I mean, everything's really good there. If you could eat one food like in your deathbed just like by the spoonful or whatever what would that food be wow I feel like Um, (laughs) growing up
1: it was um it was definitely cinnamon buns like yeah that was like I was like when I get old I'm just gonna eat cinnamon buns where
0: were you eating cinnamon buns or were you baking them yourself oh it was like at the mall at Cinnabon yeah (laughs) Um, that just makes me,
1: I feel like that's the last time I thought about this question and I had such a firm answer. Yeah. But now that I'm sophisticated. Yes. And grown up. Um, uh, so like I'm on my deathbed?
0: Yeah, you're on your, so. So you're dying. (laughs) Okay. Basically you can't move. For until you die. Uh, so you might as well just be eating whatever you want to be eating.
1: I feel like Mind I'm getting an,
0: an image of a, like an oyster po' boy sandwich. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Ah. Like a nice. Have you had any good oyster po' boy sandwiches here in LA? I've heard, I hear there's a few like New Orleans style places that are not so bad. Yeah. It's been a while. We So I went to
1: school, uh, my graduate school in North Carolina uh-huh. by the sea in Wilmington. And there was a really good one there. But, yeah, here in L.A., I don't know. I I tried the one at Little Dom's, but it's a little – it's, like – it's kind of insane. It's just, like – It's insane. It's, like, this mountain Uh of um, fried oysters, and it's a
0: little overwhelming. But have you? No, I haven't. I I was – I went to New Orleans for two Christmases in a row, and then – and so I eat a lot of po'boys and then I came back here and like initially I became obsessed with like, there's a place called Uncle Darrow's in Marina Del Rey. There's a place downtown called Little Jewel, I think. I think actually they were just on diners, drive-ins and dives. Oh. And um, I've heard great things, but it was like at that moment I was like, no, I'm not going to go for yeah like New Orleans style food now. Yeah. Uh, but then as time went on, it was just never the right time. So I just never did it. Yeah, you have to be in the right mood. You have to be like on your deathbed. Yeah, you have to be. You have to be dying.
1: (laughs) Um, Where'd you learn to cook?
0: Just, just by reading recipes. I mean, do would would you say that a lot of it has to do with watching food shows? Because you did mention that that was an inspiration for you. Yeah, I feel like in retrospect,
1: I definitely learned a lot through watching. Just like I remember, because when I first started to cook. just like buying the ingredients was the challenge, uh-huh. you know. Like, it would say like two leeks, and then I'd get to the store and I'd be like, oh, "What's a leek?" <laughs> um, when did you start to cook? It wasn't until I was like twenty eight. Ah, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, I learned late too.
1: Yeah, and um, and then so yeah, I would remember. I would remember like in a garden being like flat leaf parsley, you know, stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. And then I'd be like, "Okay, so now I know which parsley to get." Um, yeah, I feel like the visuals helped me, I'm sure. But I think most of it was just, like, trial and error. You know, just doing it.
0: What do you do with things that
1: are errors? <laughs> they just, like, sit in our fridge until I throw it away. <laughs> um, I feel like Matt and I are stubborn. Like, I feel like we'll, we'll usually eat it for at least one meal. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Three days later, we'll be like, "That wasn't very good," <laughs>
0: and you'll and you'll get rid of it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I guess I'm the same way. I always try to give it a go. Yeah, a good. Go- I, I'd like to give it its full run, and then if it's not working out, then at least I tried. But I, yeah, I don't throw something out just because it doesn't look right or. Or even taste yeah. right on the first try. Yeah.
1: It's hard. Yeah, I think it's my grandma, you know, Great Depression. I, like, sense her in me sometimes when I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to get mad to eat something that's, like, about to go bad. Or... Yeah, did you
0: grow up, like, what What did you grow up eating? Um, I feel like I grew up eating just, like... Besides the mac and cheese with hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but stuff like that.
1: Like, my, so my mom's a pediatrician. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, just, like, worked... And uh, I feel like I just grew up eating kind of like convenient things that she could put together. Um, and like a lot of crap. I mean, like a lot of just fast food. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like uh, just, yeah, like America. I mean, my mom, her palate is like meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of that. Do you ever cook for her now? Yeah, totally. What she think? She's for the most part, she really loves most things I make. She's a little picky. Like she's always like, "I don't like beans."
0: Oh. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> like lentil soup, not into it. Um, cuz we cook a lot of vegetarian, right, you right. know? And so um
0: sometimes she's not
1: too keen on it,
0: but What's um. What's an example of a vegetarian dish that's like sort of quick and easy and your go-to? Um. Well, I already mentioned my rice and yes, beans yeah, and the, coconut the, milk. The coconut coconut milk does make everything better.
1: It's delicious, and sometimes I don't even do. I'd say the majority of the time I do the light coconut milk.
0: Yeah, and I'm fine with it too. It's good. Yeah.
1: Um, But there's a lentil soup that I I think is, like, amazing. It's a Molly Weisenberg recipe. Who's she? She's the orangette. Yes,
0: that's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm seeing oranges in my head. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, and it's just, um, she uses a ton of curry powder. Uh Uh-huh. And then then she, uh, you mash garbanzo beans with, like, uh, garlic and lemon juice. Mm -hmm. And you add that to it so it's, like, thick. And it's spicy when you
0: eat it with, you know, yogurt or sour cream mixed in. Yum. It's really good. That does sound really good. Yeah. Um, would you say that you're more of like a meal eater or a snacker? Um, I think I've evolved into a meal eater. Uh-huh.
1: But I used to be a snacker. Do you miss snacking? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, sometimes I miss snacking. <laughs> you can I still snack. Do it.
0: I um I I I you know every day is so different for me. There are days where like I literally will just graze from the second I wake up until night, and then there are some days where I've been like I don't feel like eating until like seven hours after I've already been up and have been doing so much stuff, and then I just like power through like a ginormous meal. Yeah. But there's something for me like my brain is happy having both. Like I like that uh, there, ha- there's no rule mm-hmm. about it. Um, so I kind of feel like I need that. But I know that for other people, like, that's not good. Like, the feeling of, like, eating so much that you're just going to be on the couch for the rest of the day is not <laughs> Totally. Very, it's totally. not appealing to so them. Whereas for me, I'm like, oh, that's just fine. Um,
1: Matt and I say we like to eat until we hate ourselves. <laughs> or, like, we're going to. Like, on pasta nights, we're like, we're going to eat until we hate ourselves. I love that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But,
0: um, but you know, not all the time. Well, how, th- that's interesting. Uh, this is going to bring us into a whole other thing a little bit. Um, and we don't have that much more time to talk. But I, I am curious about being in the food world a bit, um, how that affects you in terms of, like, thinking about body image and um, how you talk to yourself about that. Totally.
1: Yeah, I mean, so this is also um, – I to talk about this in my book. But yeah, like in um, college as a young woman, I had horrible body image and uh, just like a horrible relationship with food. And I think that um, cooking has really helped me because it's um, it's been a way... I've definitely seen it as a way to nurture myself and like take care of myself instead of like in college I would um, just eat cereal. And like I thought that was healthier and you know what I mean like I wouldn't I would like reject like rice and chicken and broccoli like a well-balanced meal because I was like that's like more caloric
0: oh I'm gonna stick
1: to like my like like the rules yeah like the things that I don't know I feel like I could add up in my head and um because they were on a box yeah yeah totally and um so yeah I feel like um Learning to cook has just been, like, really – it's been good for me and uh, made me feel like food's, like, not the enemy.
0: Yeah. You know? I know. It's hard to come to that place, I think, but it seems like a lot of people do go through that sort of journey. And, you know, but for me, sometimes it's, like, still hard to remember that, and I wonder if that's similar for you where you have to, like, give yourself a little talking to –
1: Yeah, I think definitely, um, you know, like, being pregnant and then, like, um, I I really tried to, like, not put any pressure on myself to, like, lose the weight after Um, because I I really, I really would just be like, look, my body did this insane thing in a way, you know? I mean, my body's, our bodies are built for that, but at the same time, I just really tried to cut myself some slack and, and, um... I mean, like, he, my baby lived off my body fluids for, like, six months of his life. It's like, I tried to respect that and, like, not stress that I couldn't, I, like, I wouldn't even try on my regular pants. Was that, that. Was that a
0: freeing thing for you? Like, was that a life-changing thing for you of, of was that different for you of, like, of, of respecting your body in that new way and...
1: Um, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, like respecting it as like a workhorse Uh and like something that's like providing for like, um, yeah, I think it was because, yeah, I think like in high school and college I identified as an athlete, Mm -hmm. so I kind of like respected like my body in that way. What were you playing in? Um, Mm -hmm. in high school I played tennis. Uh Uh-huh. And then I, um, in college I ran. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I think it was probably like tied up still in like, um, I'm an athlete and like I'm going to look good and burn calories, (laughs) you know? So yeah. So I feel like having a kid has probably helped.
0: Well, I feel like we must end the conversation. I don't want, I want to talk more about. Calories and how <laughs> stupid they are, but um, where can people find you? So yeah, um, bonappetit.
1: dot um, and yeah, there there you can I link to like everything else, Instagram, uh, Twitter.
0: What's your favorite social media outlet where you're most likely to be on? I guess. I mean, I hate to say it, but probably Instagram. Yeah, it's so easy. It is so easy scroll down click like away (laughs) and when do you think your next book will be
1: available to uh to look at i don't know i'm just i'm just hoping i can finish writing
0: it at this point well i am pretty sure you will finish writing it i'm i'm I'm, I'm confident that that will happen eventually well thank you amelia (laughs) thank you thanks for having me in your house